Garland Vision is the proud sponsor of Evansville North High School's podcast production of The Loft. At Garland Vision, think eye care experience. Not just getting an eye exam, Garland Vision is where you can have your eyes examined while sitting in a comfortable chair with a fresh cup of baby's coffee, cool music on the sound system, and the stimulating scent of a seasonal candle wafting through the air. And you won't find our frames anywhere else in town. With our unique visual style and relaxing atmosphere, we've been able to attract the most popular and distinctive eyeglass frame designers in the world. Our appreciation of eyewear truly stands out from the crowd, and so will you. That's what Garland Vision is all about. We won't make your glasses in an hour, but we will take the time to improve and maintain one of your most valuable assets, your vision. Garland Vision, 1033 East Mount Pleasant Road, Evansville, Indiana. Visit our website at garland-vision.com. mom's right in here. It's a show, right? That's right. Wow. I'm not sure I was ready for this. Um, can she hear me? I'd like to think so, yes. I've seen many patients just like your mom in the ICU over the years. Some family members just like to sit quietly. Others are pretty chatty with their loved ones. In my opinion, the patients who recover are the ones who've had family members who treat them like they were awake. Sure, the conversation is a little one-sided, and she may not remember any of it when she wakes up, but trust me, she'll know that you were here. I'll slide the door closed on my way out. You know visiting time is limited to 15 minutes every hour, right? Yeah, the lady at the reception desk let me know. Okay, for the record, honey, my watch runs a little slow. Hey, Mom. I know you probably don't want me here, but don't be angry with that. He doesn't know I'm here, and I think Shane's too scared to come see you. Plus, well, Dad won't let him. Anyway, I I wanted to come talk to you. I'm worried, I guess, that you won't wake up, and I wanted to say that, well, that I forgive you, I guess, about Nana. I know I was younger then, but I was so angry at you for not letting me see her before she died. Nana was the first person in my life that I lost, and you left me out, and a part of me is still upset, bothered. And you know, things changed after Nana left us. I mean, between the two of us. It's like there was a wedge, and we couldn't get around it, and the thing is, it's partly my fault, because there's something I never told you. You know how Nana and Grandpa Charlie always had me and Shane over on Friday nights, and Grandpa Charlie wanted to keep that tradition going, so even though it was like only a week since Nana died, we were headed over to his house. Except Shane had a cold, so I stayed by myself. I woke up on Saturday morning, and Grandpa Charlie started making his skinny pancakes while I was watching Adventure Time on Cartoon Network, and I had my back to the living room. But something made me turn around. It was like this cold chill that ran up my back, and I just had this urge to look over my shoulder, and there she was. Nana, I mean. She was just standing there in that little foyer by the front door, just like I remembered her every Saturday morning in her little pink robe and fuzzy slippers. She just stood there, looking at me. She looked at me and smiled, then she gave a little wave, and she was gone. I think she knew I needed that mom. Needed to say goodbye. I don't want to say goodbye to you, Mom, but I don't know if we'll get that chance. Not with you awake, and we need to try, so that's why I'm here. To say the goodbye I didn't get to say to Nana when she was alive. 
Don't let him in! Mom? Don't let him in! Mom, don't let who in, Dad? He's not welcome! Nurse, help! Please, somebody help! You leave her alone! Mom, let go! You're hurting me! Shelly! Don't let him in! Somebody, please help us! Oh. Oh. Shelly. Mom? Mom, no, please! Someone come help her, please! The Evansville North High School Drama Department and Garland Vision proudly present The Loft, a serial podcast told in four parts. Episode 1, The Gathering. So, tell me you watched the Fallon interview with Lin-Manuel Miranda at least twice during quarantine. Oh my god, Christy, this is all he talked about all summer. Conspiracy theories. Come on, Meredith. Christy loves this stuff, don't you? No. Actually, I think the last thing this country needs is more conspiracy theories. But you saw the interview, right? Where Lin is talking about Hamilton coming to Disney+. Plus. How they rented a theater and the Disney crew came on stage to capture all the action and yada yada yada. Cue the Seinfeld reference. Oh, shut up. My point is, the camera cuts away from Lynn and goes back to Fallon in his living room. And at exactly 7.56 in the interview, two books disappear from the shelf behind Lynn that were in the previous shot. Poof! Vanished. So, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Broadway star, has been spending his off hours building a teleportation device. For a true musical theater slash comic book fan like our Kurt, that sort of stupid is entirely believable. Stay with me here. I replay the video about 20 times. More like 75. I lost count. I didn't. Why can't I have a supportive girlfriend? Sorry, that model cost extra. All right, Christy, focus with me here. I figured out the titles of the missing books. The first was 112263, Stephen King's book about the assassination of JFK. The other was Tried by War, which turns out to be James M. McPherson's history of Abraham Lincoln. So? So, Lin-Manuel Miranda is clearly sending us a message. What? That he's a fan of American history? No, he's broadcasting to us. His true fans, what his next project is. Is he being serious right now? The more impossible a thing is, the more Kurt believes it. Okay, okay, fine. Did you know that Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy? Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln? Christy, even if you didn't, please say that you did. Except it's a total myth, and if you take it, Mr. Everett's class, you know. Kennedy did have a secretary named Lincoln, but there's no evidence of Lincoln having a secretary named Kennedy. Okay, maybe, but there's a ton of stuff, like they were both killed on a Friday. A one in seven shot, if you'll pardon the pun. And their successors were both Johnsons. An incredibly uncommon name in the 1800s, not... Hey, please stop pooping on my joy. I love you. Then why exactly can't you be more supportive? Because this conspiracy crap is completely beneath you. Kurt, I'll tell you what. Let me help. Both assassins, John Wilkes Booth and Lee Harvey Oswald, were both known by their three names, comprised of a total of 15 letters. Booth ran from a theater and was caught in a warehouse, while Oswald ran from a warehouse and was caught in a theater. Their election years match up, they both lost kids while in office, they were both assassinated from their wives, yada yada yada. See, she watches Seinfeld reruns too. I do not. She does not. Uh, whatever. Can we please bear down on the real point I'm trying to make here? Remind us what that is exactly? Lynn is working on a new musical that ties in the death of Lincoln to the JFK assassination. That's gotta be what it is. Why else would he specifically have those two books removed between shots? You do realize that someone in his house could have grabbed those books to, you know, read? Those two books in particular? Meredith, if he starts in on Pizzagate or QAnon, promise me you'll break up with them. Uh-oh, here comes Lachelle. Oh god, w what do we do? Don't be weird as what? But you've seen her and we haven't. She's had three months to put herself back together. So please, for her sake, just act natural. Hey, what's up? How was your summer? 
sorry about your mom. Kurt! Way to act natural. Sorry, Shelly. No, it's fine. Really. Thanks, Kurt. And we don't have to talk about it, if you don't want to. No, it's okay. I'm alright. Totally had time to process it. Mom was sick for a long time, so we knew it was coming. It was just a little weird being the only one, you know, there in the moment. Man, I, I can't imagine. I mean, I'm glad I was there. For her, anyways. At least she wasn't alone. Wow, I don't know that I could have handled that. And Christy's been a rock all summer. If I hadn't said thank you, I'm saying it now. You've said it like a million times. How's Shane handling it? He's coping, but he's like my dad. Spent most of the summer alone in his room. We barely even ate meals together, so I think school, starting high school, something new. It'll be really good for him. Well, he's welcome to hang with us. No matter what else changes, theater will always be one big happy welcoming family. Plus, I've heard him sing. He's got a hell of a voice. Has he done any acting? In the fifth grade musical, he was Daddy Warbucks. (laughs) I know, right? But he went all out, shaved his head, and then he spent a year being called Baldy and Chrome Dome. That was it for acting. Hey, speaking of new kids, who's that? You mean the goth kid wearing long sleeves in the middle of a heat wave? Drake, something or other. Moved here from Damiensville last month. (laughs) I know, right? throwback goth from Damiensville. He looks like Dracula. I heard his dad was a preacher. Supposedly, he got kicked out of his school back home from choking some kid. Yikes. That's really all I know. For additional scandalous dirt, I recommend you contact your friendly neighborhood kid reporter, Lynn Hassler. Hey, I know I was a bit distant over the summer with all the stuff I was dealing with, but it's good to have the Scooby gang back together. See you guys at lunch? I'll see if Mr. Popular will join us. Our very own BMOC... Yeah, right. You make it sound like Tyler's a total douche. I don't know, he kind of is. My boyfriend, ladies and germs, secretly jealous of anyone more athletic than himself. Now that is a conspiracy theory. Come on, Charlie. I'll walk you to first period. Bye, guys. How's my star reporter? Not too bad, Miss J, despite the COVID quarantine. Have a good summer break? My family has a house over at Kentucky Lake, so, you know, fishing and swimming and stuff. And planning, no doubt. What's brewing in that big brain of yours? Okay, get this. One of my cousins, Clay, is a film major at SIU, and he's doing a big project on urban legends. We did some research together, and we stumbled across a few things that happened right here in Carbondale. So you're thinking what? A piece for the Halloween edition? Which would give me plenty of time to beef up the story. What have you got so far? For starters, Axe Handle Annie. According to legend, she was responsible for the deaths of her children, and now she roams the night screaming for replacements. Tell me you don't believe in this sort of stuff. Oh, trust me, I don't. But urban legends are born out of facts. Facts that you want to dig up. You can't swing a cat in southern Illinois without hitting some kind of local legend. The Big Muddy Monster, Esmeralda and the Devil's Backbone, the Mason Gang's hidden pirate booty at Caven Rock. But the kicker is, there's one story centered right here in our school. Concerning? Well, supposedly, back in the 1950s, when they were building the auditorium, there was a kid that fell from the storage space above the stage, what the theater kids call the loft. Some people say he jumped or hung himself, and others say he was murdered. I think I remember hearing about this when I first started here. The theater ghost, right? There really was a kid that died in 1958 on school grounds. Their microfiche at the library had an obituary, accidental death, no details. The kid's name was Daniel Crawford. I'm trying to find someone who knew him. 
Debunking the theater kid's favorite ghost won't make you any friends. Reporters don't get into business to make real friends. Or so you once told me. Touche. This sounds like a great feature, but you're the senior editor now. You've got a full plate, including training up the Cubs. Ugh. Underclassmen. You were one yourself not that long ago. Don't remind me. But, on the bright side, the mistakes you made as a sophomore don't have to be repeated by this latest crop. And they won't be if you explain what happened, what you did, and how they can do better. Dredging all that up? Not really on my bingo card. But if you did, if you willingly fell on your sword, you could pave a better road. Is this what being a senior's all about? No more secrets? For most. Probably not an issue either way, but for a select group, the ones with a bright future? I really was hoping to let that whole incident just disappear. Leonard, with respect, some things refuse to stay buried. Okay, that's it for today, gang. First day of school and all, no homework for tonight, but flip through chapter one and get a feel for it. Have a good day, everybody. Oh, uh, Mr. Schulteis, can I bother you for a minute? Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, what's up, Mr. Everett? Well, first off, I want to welcome you to Carbondale. Also, and I know this may be a touchy subject, but I knew your dad, son. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Mark and I went to seminary together. Obviously, I didn't stick with it as long as he did, but I have fond memories of him. Oh, okay. That's cool. I was sorry to hear of his passing. Okay. I heard it was some kind of farming accident? Yeah. Uh, when he wasn't busy with church, he liked getting his hands dirty. And then, well, he was up on the tractor and it rolled over, so... Oh, that's terrible. And a huge loss to the whole Damiensville community. So I keep hearing. Look, if you ever need anything, I got your back. Did my mom put you up to this? What? No, Drake, just offering a helping hand. Yeah? Sounds to me like you heard what happened at my old school. I did ask the school counselor about your file, yes. I thought that was supposed to be private. Look... I don't want to get off on the wrong foot here. Well, good job so far, man. That's unnecessary, Drake. You know what's unnecessary, Tom? Can I call you Tom? I'd rather you didn't. Well, Tom, what is really unnecessary is people thinking that I'm a troubled kid because of the way I dress, offering to help the poor dead preacher's boy because he acted out in school and doesn't go to church anymore. Help like that, that's what's unnecessary. Drake, offending you was never my intention. Here's the deal. I have to take this class to graduate, but let's just forget that I'm Mark Schultheis' kid, huh? If that's the way you'd like it. That's exactly the way I'd like it. And now, I am out of here. Well, that went well.
Seriously, Shane, Miss Kincaid is always looking for new blood. And there have been several freshmen over the years that have gotten lead roles. And if you're looking to do musical in the spring, auditioning for the fall play is the best way to make an impression. Plus, we're doing Frankenstein, which has a ton of male roles. I don't know, Kurt. I kind of had a bad experience last time I did a show. Lachelle told me all about Daddy Warbucks. And dude, you totally committed. There is no way I would have had the courage to shave my head in fifth grade. So what if some asshats made fun of your bumpy head? I'm sure you killed it, and I've heard you sing in church, man. You've got an amazing voice. Thanks, but I don't know. It's been a rough summer. Yeah, I, I know. I'm really sorry about your mom. Thanks. But that's all the more reason why you should come out. The theater kids are all one big happy family, always there for each other, and when somebody is stressed out or depressed, what we do is lift them up. Hey, Kurt, who's your new buddy? Meredith, you don't recognize Shane Harmon? Oh my god, Shaney? Holy crap, did you grow like a foot over the summer? I had a spurt. <laughs> he said spurt. He did, but are you even listening to his voice? Ooh, and look at that chin hair. I just want to tug it. Cut that out. Can't help myself. You're so fuzzy. Uh, Kurt, get her off me. No can do, partner. I could never take her in a fight. Have you seen my biceps? What's up, losers? And who's the new kid? Tyler, it's Shaney. Shane Harmon? Holy crap, bro. Weren't you just like seven? I'm 14. Damn, dude. What I wouldn't have given for a five o'clock shadow at your age. Tug on it. <laughs> Not another word, Kurt. Please don't. Come here, you. Uh, wait, quit. No. Uh-oh. It's the Tyler Schrode Noogie Patrol. Ah, uh, come on, man. Oh, yeah. That's the spot. <laughs> Tyler, let that poor boy go. Christy, we gotta welcome the boy to high school proper. Oh, look at his poor hair. Well, that settles it, Shane. Like it or not, you're officially part of the gang. Ooh, and if he's in the Scooby gang... I've got it. We call him Scrappy. What the hell's a Scrappy? It's like Scooby's little brother. You guys are weird. Get used to it. Hey, all mind if I slip in? <laughs> Jesus, is everything dirty to you today? Not just today, baby. Ew. So, Kurt, since you're the veteran thespian this year, I have something I wanted to ask you about. Lynn, we haven't even gotten through one day of school. And I'm already in full-blown reporter mode? Yes. What's the scoop, Leonard? There's a long-standing rumor that the auditorium is haunted. What's the deal? Ooh, you're doing a story on the theater ghost? I'm testing the waters. Sounds more like tabloid reporting to me. There's a grain of truth underlying all mythology. Hmm, that's deep, yo. Uh, wait, the theater's haunted? For sure, bro. And when it's quiet in there and dark... There's these weird bangs and pops. The lighting system is totally possessed. Back when I was a freshman, I didn't make the fall play, so I did tech instead. And I learned how to run the light board. We had two dimmers, and I'm not kidding, numbers 6 and 66. Like, 666. They just come on randomly when nobody was even at the board. The kid in charge that year said the board had been doing that forever. Then, that summer, the school bought a whole new lighting system. New consoles, new dimmers, everything. And guess what? The same two dimmers, 6 and 66, still come on randomly when nobody is even around. We literally have to keep them unplugged during a show. Can't even use them. Whoa. For the record, Kurt also believes in the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> and hobbits. Like, real hobbits. Shane, ignore the skeptics and focus on me. This one time, I was up there after rehearsal one night and I heard somebody calling my name. I said, what's up? There was no answer. But then I heard it again, like right next to my ear. Nobody there, man. Completely by myself. Okay, I'm not a big believer in ghosts, but I admit, I was in the balcony one day after rehearsal, and all of a sudden I heard this weird low humming sound. Kind of like when a truck passes by outside, right? This low-pitched wah. I kind of thought maybe it was like feedback from the microphones or something, 
So I got up and moved over to where I thought it was coming from. Get this, it physically moved away from me when I approached. I thought maybe it was the acoustics being weird or something, so I went to where I thought it was coming from and it moved away again. I did this like two more times and then finally decided to go over and check the soundboard out. The thing wasn't even on. So then what happened? It just faded away. I don't know if it was a ghost or not, but it sure creeped me out. I asked Miss Kincaid about it, and she said that she's never heard anything like it before. Weird, huh? Any idea who or what the ghost is? Well, they say it was this one kid, a senior back in the 50s, that was up for the lead in The King and I. And it was down to him and the junior transfer. When the director posted the cast list, the kid got the prince instead of the king. So, on that fateful Friday night, after school was close, he goes up to the loft, pulls a couple of bedsheets from the props drawer, and hangs himself. Okay, gross. It gets better. They didn't find the body until Tuesday. For the record, I strongly doubt that anyone has ever hanged themselves over not getting a role in The King and I. Yeah? I bet you believe the ghost whispered your name. Which won't be happening, because there is no ghost. There it is. Tyler, you jerk! <laughs> gotcha. Well, I hate to break it to you, but first off, the theater department didn't do The King and I until 1962. Wait. You already researched this? Possibly. She did. I definitely tracked down an obituary from 1958, and yes, there was a kid named Daniel Crawford, and yes, he died on school property under mysterious circumstances. Italic's mine, but it was ruled an accident. Wow. Our ghost has a name. It's also a fact that this auditorium was under construction at the time. It seems probable, but not definite, that Daniel fell from what you now call the loft. Sweet! I mean, it sucks that he died, but now we have a name to put with the ghost. That's pretty presumptive, don't you think? Ooh, presumptive. That's big word. Dork. What I mean is some kid happens to die in the place that's eventually going to be the auditorium, and then he decides to spend the afterlife whispering kids' names, humming, and playing with the lights. I mean, come on. Well, I know a way we can find out. Oh, really? We will consult a Ouija board. Oh, please. (laughs) Now that would be cool. It's idiotic. Mayor, I'm serious. There's an old Ouija board in my grandparents' basement. And I'm not talking some Parker Brothers crap. I mean a real wooden board with this crazy planchette that I swear is made out of some kind of Coke bottle. It's totally wicked. Cool. I'm in. Tyler, don't you dare encourage him. He's got me curious is all. Although, come to think of it, if we're doing this, don't tell my soccer buddies. Oh, BMOC can't risk looking uncool? If I was seriously concerned with my rep, I wouldn't hang out with you losers in the first place. Remember what I said about him being kind of a douche? Hey, bro, I'm the one that's on your side here. Noted. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I'll try anything once. (laughs) Hey, I'm totally in. Uh, I mean, if that's okay with you guys. Perfect. This can be Scrappy's initiation. Oh, my God. Seriously? Come on, you know you want to. No, no, and no. There's no such thing as ghosts. Yes, there is. Will you stop that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on, Meredith. Everybody else will be there. God, you guys are idiots, but you're my idiots, so fine. Yes, I'll go. You'll keep bothering me if I don't, so I'll go. That was almost a Ferris Bueller's Day Off reference. I'm so proud of you. Shut up. So, when we doing this? Monday night, after auditions. Miss Kincaid will just say, lock up when you're done. We'll have the whole loft to ourselves. Just like that. She'll give us the keys? Just trust me, okay? So, not to impose, but do you guys mind if I tag along? This would be great for my article. The more the merrier. If I were you, I wouldn't mess around with that stuff. Where the hell did you come from? Holy crap, I just pooped myself. Thought I smelled something. 
Look, you guys clearly don't realize this, but the fact is, you're kind of loud. It's all the leg lifts we do to build up our diaphragms. How come when Kurt says innuendo stuff, nobody makes fun? Hey, I'm serious. Ouija boards are no joke. Dude, you're Drake, right? Yeah. I think you're bleeding. What? Your hand. Oh, yeah, sorry. You know where the nurse's office is? If I need it, I'll find it. Well, that was creepy. Next thing out of his mouth was going to be, you are interfering with forces you do not understand. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look who finally showed up. Someone remind me not to be late for lunch. That line was purgatory. Hey, Lachelle. So what was the new kid doing over here? Oh, just, you know, infecting the world with his goth sensibilities. And how did we get Lynn Hassler at our table? Don't tell me you're switching to theater. Mr. Supergoth has a name, Drake Schulteis. His dad was a Methodist preacher in Damiensville, and he did some farming on the side. And this summer, his tractor ran him over. This is like the most revolting lunch ever. I heard that Drake and his mom bought the old Marshall house out on Kansas Road. Ooh, that place is spooky. If by spooky you mean a total dump. But for Drake, maybe a dream home. Seems like he came out of it pretty well, though. I mean, look at him. Nice, clean, cut gentleman. (laughs) (laughs) No! I literally just got my food. Bye, guys. I gotta run. Yep, me too. See you, Scrappy. Scrappy? You're calling Shane Scrappy. I can't get them to stop. Shane, you're part of the Scooby gang. I'm so happy right now. Please, go away and never talk to me again. Scrappy-dappy-doo! At Colonial Assisted Living, we believe you should enjoy life, and it shows. We offer three meals a day, group activities and outings, as well as transportation to and from doctor's appointments. We have two locations in Henderson, Kentucky, and one location in Vincennes, Indiana. We offer independent living as well as various levels of assisted living. Our loving staff is thrilled to meet you. Colonial Assisted Living, where you come as friends and leave as family. Colonial Assisted Living, located in Henderson, Kentucky, and Vincennes, Indiana. ColonialSeniorLiving.com Tyler, hey Tyler, wait up. You got a second? Not really. Come on, you act like I'm toxic or something. Lynn, you in a group, I can deal. One-on-one, I got no patience and no time. We can be completely off the record. Oh, how comforting. Don't tell me you are still bent out of shape about that soccer piece. Okay, I won't tell you. Come on, that was sophomore year. And you've matured since then? Yes, because that was like a lifetime ago. If you think about it, it was all of two years. Okay, yes, you're right. I was totally out of line. Then. And what I did was dishonest and hurtful, but you have to admit, those guys had it coming. Your article wrecked my position on the team. Everybody blamed me for Jake and Ian getting kicked off. Their behavior? They earned everything they got. But you used me to get there. I thought we were just having a conversation at a party for crying out loud. And you used that in your quote-unquote expose, you named me as a source. And I realize now what I did was unfair to you, and I have apologized many, many times. To my face? Okay, fair. Not to your face. I'm waiting. Oh, for... Fine. Tyler Sherode, I am sorry, still and forever, and it will never happen again, but I do want to talk right now, and off the record, I swear... About? I... Well, I have some follow-up questions from lunch, because you seemed pretty quick to jump on board the Ouija board train. 
How is it a crime if something piques my interest? Piques. Fancy. I know fancy words. Yes, because you're smarter than you let on. Yeah, well, don't tell anybody. Oh, my lips are sealed. Says the reporter. The reporter who has a gut feeling that there's more to this than just your piqued interest. And because I have that feeling, I'd really love to know more about it before we both wind up in a circle of true believers trying to summon an actual ghost. Look, Len, I know you said this was off the record and all, but if I tell you anything and it gets out... Tyler, I will not dare drop your name into my article about ghosts and goblins haunting Carpendale Community High School. Scout's honor. If, if I told you I've had some weird experiences... I wouldn't laugh. At least not immediately. The first time something happened to me, honestly, I don't even remember it. I was too little, and I didn't even hear about it until I was like 12. But there was a day when I was like three years old, and I was visiting my great-grandma and my grandma. So I'm sitting there, playing with my blocks or whatever, and... My grandma said I just stopped cold and looked out the screen door to the porch. And then I turned around and asked Grammy, who's that man out there? Grandma looked out the door and said, sweetie, there isn't anyone out there. And I said, there's a man out there sitting in the rocker and playing the harmonica. I think Grammy was just humoring me, but she said, what's he playing, sweetheart? And I said, home on the range. And I guess my grandma and my great-grandma, they pretty much lost it. Crying, fanning themselves, I don't even know. Why? My great-grandfather, who died something like 15 years before I was born, used to sit on that very same porch in his rocking chair, playing the harmonica. And his favorite song was Home on the Range. Nailed it. So, coincidence? How could I have known that was his song? Or that my great-grandfather, who I had never met, played the harmonica on the porch. You overheard your grandparents reminiscing, and your little kid brain soaked it up and then spat it back out. Believe me, I have made the same exact argument. But you said this was the first. First in a long line? Kind of, but most of the rest were small. Until last October. Don't make me beg. You remember I was dating Brittany Schiller. That didn't end well. <laughs> no, it did not. Sorry. Eh. Anyways, she was really into this supernatural paranormal mumbo-jumbo stuff. Had every season of Ghost Hunters on VHS. VHS? For real? Her family was freaking archaic. Their house was like a shrine to the 70s. Wall-to-wall shag carpet. Yikes. So, I was over at that place, and we're watching some tumult horror movie. On her VHS player, no doubt. Oh, absolutely, yes. The Serpent and the Rainbow. Weird voodoo stuff. Not gonna lie, kinda scary actually. Anywho, the thing goes to the credits, and Brittany springs off the bed. Ooh, saucy. No, I wish, but her bedroom was this crazy open loft. Zero privacy, so no fooling around in there whatsoever. Anyway, she goes to the closet and grabs this Ouija board. And I'm talking totally Parker Brothers here, not Kurt's satanic witch board. But I figure what the heck. Next thing I know, she's claiming the spirit of some little boy lives in her closet. Brittany Scholler has a child-sized ghost. 
In her closet. Yeah, and she named him Franklin. Like, from Peanuts? God's honest truth. And off she went, trying to contact Spirit Boy. Franklin, if you're here, give us a sign. And that pointer thing is swooping back and forth in a figure eight. And I just know she's messing with me. She's moving this thing, but she's really into it. Give us a sign, Franklin, give us a sign. So I roll with it, and finally, the pointer thing? The planchette. That, yes. The planchette spells out H-E-L-L-O. Big whoop, right? Okay, so Franklin has manners. Sure, but this goes on for like 15 minutes, with Brittany asking all kinds of dumb questions, and the ghost kid spelling out yes, or no, or cute. It's totally lame, but then it starts in a whole sentence. Trevor is coming. And then it does it again. Trevor is coming. It does this like 10 straight times. Trevor is coming. Then all of a sudden, and I swear to you it happened in this order, the planchette thingy flies off the board, and all of a sudden there's this loud knock at the door at the bottom of the stairs. Holy crap. And it's my dad coming to pick me up. (laughs) Shut up, that's it? Hey, in the moment we laughed it off, and I head home with my dad, whose name is, wait for it, Robert. I don't get it. Robert? Oh, wow. Robert's held backwards as Trevor. Exactly. Okay, but Brittany could have known that. Oh, I asked, and she swore up and down she had no idea. I mean, think about it. How many of your friends' parents' names do you actually know? Now that you mention it... You see my point. But still, in this day and age, social media, she played a trick on you. I know, but she was legit freaked out. And I have to say, I was too. Because when the pointer thingy, the planchette, flew off that board, I swear on whatever you like, neither one of us was touching it. Definitely weird, but without some unbiased witnesses, not exactly solid proof of the paranormal. Totally fair, but if nothing else, your interest has been... peaked? You tell a good story, I'll give you that. All the more reason for me to join the gang in Loft on morning night. You ever been up there? Never. Why? It's a surprisingly big space, and there's just all kinds of props and furniture. Most of it's stacked along the sides, but there is this one couch. And my advice? Don't sit on the couch. Couches are for sitting on. Let's just say that... People have been using the loft for things besides seances for a while now. Ew. Gross. Don't say I didn't warn you. I won't. But that doesn't change the facts. I'm not expecting any major weirdness on school property just because we bring along a board game with an unspellable name. Whatever happens, this time you keep it anonymous. Promise. Alright then. See you you there. Hey Tyler. Yeah? You really do tell a good story. Okay, thanks. But for the record, real friends never have to talk off the record. Dad, dinner's on. Oh, thanks, kiddo, but I 
I think I'll just uh, take it back to the living room, if that's okay. No, sure. Whatever you need. All right. Thanks, hon. Hey, uh, doing okay, Shane? First day at school? Uh, yep. Everything went fine. No troubles. Good to hear, bud. Remember when we used to have family dinner? Just hoping the best you can, I guess. He could make an effort. It's not like we're that horrible to eat with. Shane, you can't think like that. At least you've got Christy. You have friends. The friends I've got, trying to talk to them about something serious, is like trying to eat a meal with Dad. Okay, but correct me if I'm wrong. You're already making new friends, right, Scrappy? Oh man, that's totally gonna stick, isn't it? With super glue. I really can't afford that. Oh, come on. So, when I said the other day I was thinking about running for student council, that wasn't really what I meant. I mean, why would anyone want that, you know, by itself? You lost me. I'm thinking seriously about politics, like city or county council, mayor, maybe even governor. Seriously? I think the world is pretty screwed up, but there are pathways, corridors of power where I could be a leader, make a difference. But I can't do that if everybody's calling me scrappy-dappy-doo. Look, if I had any influence over the rest of the gang, I'd use it. I would. But I really don't. I'm sorry. How come they don't call you Daphne or Velma or whatever? Honestly, most of us don't have exact names. Guess you just lucked out. <laughs> Lucky is not the word I'd choose. But Tyler is totally Fred, though, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, Kurt's really leaning on me to audition. For the fall play? You should totally do it! Maybe I could be the monster. Frankenstein. Yes! <laughs> Calm down. Odds are I won't make it. You never know. And Kurt's a great guy. You saw him in the Crucible just last year. That thing about the witches? Well, sort of. Yeah, but they weren't really witches. I didn't get it. The takeaway that matters is that Kurt was John Proctor and Meredith played his wife and they've been dating ever since. So you're saying Frankenstein is how I get a girlfriend? Pretty sure that's not quite what I meant. So, not sure if I'm supposed to tell you this, but Kurt invited me to something else, too. Something after auditions. The traditional first stop is Dairy Queen. Well, that would be more about chomping on a burger and sucking down a blizzard. This is more like hang in the loft with a Ouija board and try to summon some sort of ghost. <laughs> really? I mean, sure, that's something you want to do, I guess. I thought... While we're at it, I might try to contact Mom. You're kidding me, right? No. Shane, you know that Ouija boards are totally fake, right? Kurt doesn't seem to think so. Kurt is an attention whore who believes in lucky rabbits feeding green M&Ms. Christy's going. Really? Claims she had a run-in with the same ghost, the theater ghost. There's no such thing, and this is a terrible idea. Why? Because we just lost Mom. We could still count the days. So what? So this is not a legit way of grieving. Shell, you've been saying for years how mad you were at Mom and Dad for not getting to say goodbye to Nana. And I was too little to even be a part of that conversation. But now, I'm in high school, and I missed out on saying goodbye to Mom. Trust me, you wouldn't have wanted to be there. She wasn't in her right mind. Of course she wasn't in her right mind. She was in a coma. Wait a minute. She was in a coma, wasn't she? Shelly? No. She came out of it right before. What? Keep your voice down. Dad will hear you. It 
Did she say something? Does Dad know? It was complete nonsense. What did she say? I'm telling you, it didn't make any sense. Shelly, what did she say? She said, don't let him in. What the hell is that supposed to mean? See, I told you nonsense. Why didn't you tell me? Do I even have to say? Look at how upset you're getting. Wait, does Dad know? Shell? Look, she was whacked out on whatever med she was on, and the nurses said this happens all the time. Things come out right at the end. It's like electrical, an electrical storm, and it doesn't mean anything. Shell, don't you ever keep secrets like that from me again. Shane. Not only that, I'm totally going to the loft on Monday. No, you're not. You can't stop me. Watch me. You wrap me out to Dad, I'll tell him you lied about Mom. You're not going. I'm telling you I am. Hey, you guys okay in there? Everything's, Everything's fine. fine. Shelly, on Monday, I'm going to auditions, and I'm going to the Ouija board session after. Like it or not. Okay, but don't you dare make this about Mom. It's just going to make things weird. Oh, poor little Shell. All worried that her kid brother's going to embarrass her in front of her friends. Well, that won't happen because I won't be there. Whatever. I'm going. Shane! Welcome to Catherine Alexandra's. At Catherine Alexandra's, we handpick all of apparel and accessories items based off the latest trends. Everything from slippers to the perfect denim jackets. We have all the best women's tops, blouses, tees, and sweaters. And perfect denim sweats and sets to match. Top your look off with a wide array of fashion jewelry, hats, and designer purses. Looking for some of the finest chocolates around? We've got those too. All of this is available online at CatherineAlexandra's.com. Bro, I'm telling you, you killed it out there tonight. Shut up, man. No, I'm serious. Miss Kincaid has the role of Henry down to you, Jake Reinecke, and Nick King. I know you were deep in the script when you were reading, but you should have seen the look on those guys' faces. It was incredible, man. Priceless. Yeah, but Jake is a junior, and Nick is a senior. I told you, Kincaid doesn't play favorites. And if you're right for the part, you're right for the part. And you're most definitely right for the part. Oh, man, these stairs. I gotta sit down. Whoa, 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 wait. Not on the couch. What? Why? It's, uh, crusty. Then why do you keep it? Hey, someone's coming. Who someone's? Hi, Shaney. No, Scrappy. Scrappy, right. And you were so good. Yeah, quit it, Meredith. Stop pulling. But this baby beard you've got, it's just so fluffy. So, before someone gets hurt, where is this creepy Ouija board? Got it right here in my backpack. Check this bad boy out. Whoa, that is wicked. Crazy. I know, right? This thing was laying in the back of my grandma's old closet. I honestly think it's been down there since before she and Grandpa bought the place. Did you ask her about it? No way. This is of the devil. I had to sneak it out. You weren't kidding about the Coke bottle viewfinder. It even has the marking stamp on it. Ouch. What? Cut myself. The bottle part's sharp on the bottom. Ooh, yeah. Should have warned you about that. You think? How deep is it? Not too bad. I think I've abandoned in my bag here somewhere. Don't get blood on the board. Why? Does it work better that way? Shane, I'm warning you. If she ever asks you to get something out of that bag, do not under any circumstances reach your hand in there. This one time, all I wanted was a cough drop, and I came out in Victorian London. <laughs> ha ha ha. You're hilarious. And look, a band-aid for Christy. But soft, behold, lo, where it comes again. I'll cross it, though it blast me. Stay, illusion, if thou hast any sound, or use a voice. Speak to me. I want to suck your blood. And the Oscar goes to... Tyler Schrode! 
Holy crap, look at him though. Silhouetted in the entrance. That's who we need as the creature. Psh, you're the creature. Hail, hail, the gang's all here. Uh, wait, wasn't that a reporter girl coming too? Uh, reporter girl is on her way. There she is, down on the stage. Hey, Lynn, up here. Hey, Christy, careful of the fence over there. They still haven't fixed that post. Nope, lean on that and over the edge you go. So, let me see this board. Uh, careful with the pointer doohickey. It's sharp on the bottom. The planchette? Ooh, he remembered. Man, this thing is snatched. Yeah, the board's amazing. What kind of wood is this? Is it inlaid? The planchette is ivory. And the board? All these boards, apparently, are a mix of rosewood and purple heart. Sorry I'm late. You guys just getting started? Here, help me with this table over here. So Lynn, while the big, strong men folk are setting up the table, back me up here. This is dumb, right? I just report what I see. You're allowed to have an opinion. Okay, yeah, this is kind of dumb. Hey, hey, enough of the bad vibes, ladies. For this to work, we have to be committed. Yes, Master Houdini, whatever you say. Houdini was a magician, not a spiritualist. And he was one of the biggest opponents of psychics back in the day. He was buddies with Arthur Conan Doyle, and after Houdini's mom died, Miss Doyle had a seance. She claimed that the spirit of Houdini's mother took control of her hand and wrote a message to him. But Houdini's mom didn't know English, certainly couldn't write in English. Apparently he was seriously ticked off. So, for purposes of skepticism, are you our resident Houdini? Like I said, I'm only here to report what I see. Alright everybody, grab a chair, I'll get the lights. Ooh, spooky. Come on, let's be serious now. No, I mean really, it is kind of spooky up here with only one light on. Lynn, are you going to join us? I'll be standing over here, the invisible observer. Okay, everybody, place your fingertips lightly on the planchette. I mean, barely touch it. You don't want to put too much pressure on it. Like this? Yeah, that's about right. Alright, here we go. If there are any spirits here, please give us a sign. I am reaching out to the ghost that resides here in this auditorium. Please do something to let us know you're here. Nothing's happening, and I am so not surprised. Mayor. I can't fake suddenly believing in the supernatural. But you could keep an open mind. Even Lynn can do that, right, Hassler? Please, can we focus? To anyone or anything listening, I am trying to reach the person that died in this loft. If you are here with us, please move the planchette. Mm -hmm. Holy crap, did you do that? No, that wasn't me. If that is the spirit, use our energy. Move the marker on the board. Kurt, you're totally doing this. I'm telling you, it's not me. Spirit, you have shown us that you can move this planchette. See if you can keep moving it on the board. It's doing it. No way. Spirit, you can still use my energy, but I'm going to take my hand away. To the rest of you, pull your hands back. Spirit... Please keep the planchette going. Oh my god. <laughs> did, did you freaking see that? The thing was totally moving on its own. See, I, I told you it wasn't me who was doing it. Tyler, you're messing with us. You've got magnets or something. Nope, and there's nothing on my sleeve. Shane? Not me. Don't look at me. I'm just as surprised as you are. That is freaking wild. Welcome to the dark side, Meredith. Oh my god, let's do that again. Okay, okay. Hands back on. Spirit, did you die here in this space? Yes. Oh my god, I just answered you. <laughs> what year did you die? Mm -hmm. One, nine, mm -hmm. five, eight. 1958, Lynn, isn't that the year? Daniel Crawford, that's right. I am totally freaking out right now. My heart is beating out of my chest. What is your name? D. A. 
N. Mm. N. Why, Danny, holy crap! No way, dude. We found him. This is lit, yo. Okay, so now what do we ask it? Him. What do we ask him? Did you fall, Danny? No. Did you hang yourself? No. Did you jump? No. How did you die then? P U S H E D Pushed? Holy crap, Batman! He was murdered! No way! Who pushed you? No. No? What's that supposed to mean? I, sometimes they get confused. Ask it again, Meredith. Who pushed you? No. Again. Do, do you not want to say who pushed you? No. No, he doesn't want to say? No. I think we're in some kind of loop. Are you afraid to say who it was? Yes! Wild! It's okay, you can tell us. No. Come on, please, your secret's safe with us. No. P. L. E. S. S. T. O. P. Plus stop? He means, please stop. Wait, it's spelling something else. S. H. E. S. C. O. M. I. N. G. She's coming? Wait, do you guys hear that? Oh my god, who is that? Someone's on the stairs! Ah! What the hell, guys? Oh my god, Shell, what the hell are you doing? You gave me a freaking heart attack! <laughs> I wasn't that scared. You screamed like a three-year-old. Did not. Did too. Oh, uh, Lachelle. Hey, I'm sorry you didn't get the invite for this. The way this went down, I thought you were there when we were deciding to do this. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't want to say anything to her because you thought it would be weird because of her mom. No, Kurt, I... It's fine. I know that's why you didn't tell me, and it's okay. I'm not mad. I just wish you hadn't said anything in front of Shane. He shouldn't be here. No, I'm pretty sure it's you that shouldn't be here. Because you were real clear the other night. I'm not coming. I'm here to take you home. That's not happening. Shane, we're going, and we're going right now. Lachelle, he's fine. He can stay if he wants to. Tyler, no one's talking to you. Look, I'm not trying to contact Mom, okay? But it is clearly on your mind. Oh, damn. Scrappy, is that, uh, what you're here for? I mean, yeah. Okay, maybe when I first heard about this, I was thinking there might be a way to reach her. You know, maybe even when we first started tonight. But now, we're on to something totally different, and I'm not here to mess that up. Lynn, what is he talking about? Well, um, the board has made contact with something claiming to be the kid who died back in the 50s, but I haven't heard anything to convince me it's not just a coincidence. Coincidence? Lynn, we took our hands off the thing and it still moved. I'm not saying you're faking, but there is an explanation. See, see, she is trying to debunk us. No, I'm just trying to stay objective. Look, Lachelle, you can stay or go, but we need to get back to Daniel. And Scrappy is a big part of how we got this far. We really need him here. And Daniel is the dead kid. Shelly, I know it sounds crazy, but this is important. 
And I'm okay, really. We all are. Well, I guess if you really won't come with me, then you should stay too. And you don't have to participate. You can be over here with me. Not really sure Lynn should be here at all. Kurt. She's trying to prove we're faking. And so was I. But clearly it's okay to be skeptical. The ghost showed up, right? Can we please get back to the board? Yes, and let's everybody clear our heads. Take a deep breath. Danny, are you still with us? Shelly, if you messed this up... Shh. Danny, it's okay. We're back now. Can you move the planchette? It's moving again. H E L L O. Hello, Danny. Not Danny? Not Danny. Who is this then? E M M A? Emma. Who's Emma? Cold. Are you cold? Yes. Why are you cold? Wet. Emma, what happened? Was it raining? D. A. D. D. Y. I do not like the sound of that. Hang on, she's spelling something else. H. U. R. T. U. S. Hurt us. So her daddy hurt her, and someone else too. Emma, who is us? B. I. L. Y. Okay, daddy hurt you and Billy? Yes. Who's Billy? L. O. V. E. Love? Is Billy someone that you love? Yes. How did Daddy hurt you two? I don't want to do this anymore. This is scaring me. Don't let go, Christy. D. R. O. W. N. Oh boy. Drowned. Jesus. Wait, there's more. D. O. N. T. L. E. T. H. I. M. I. In. Don't let him in. Oh no. D- don't let who in? Daddy? Shelly? Isn't that. Shelly? Shane, stop doing that. What's going on? D- don't let him in. It's spelling it again. What's that supposed to mean? Lachelle, I'm not doing this. Look. Make them stop, please. Lachelle, are you okay? You're shaking. Shane, get away from the board. I'm a- I'm not even touching it. Don't let him in. Stop! Holy crap, who is that? Ah! 
The Loft is an Evansville North High School production, brought to you by Garland Vision and recorded at Speak and Tell Studios in Evansville, Indiana. Produced in conjunction with WPSR and the Evansville Vanderburg School Corporation. Written by Christopher P. Tyner with Mark Rickney. Directed by Christopher P. Tyner. Starring Avery Fine as Lachelle Harmon, Isaiah Crutchfield as Shane Harmon, Colin Kramer as Kurt Moreland, Kaylee Givens as Meredith Blessing, Alistair Tottenham as Lynn Hassler, Elijah LaRue as Tyler Schrode, Maribeth Hartsburg as Christy Hahn, Nick Roebling as Drake Schulteis, Brady Doninger as Gary Stevens, JC Doris as The Nurse, and Daniel Ward as The Orderly, and featuring Mike Kelly as Mr. Everett, Andy Lindauer as Jonathan Austin, Christopher P. Tyner as The Other, Clint Bird as Daddy, Gretchen Ross as Miss Julius and Lachelle's mom, Eric Altidy as Dr. Boyer, and Rick Kirsting as Mr. Dews. Additional voice talent provided by Corinne Gooch, Bryn Stevens, Grace Baker, Daniel Ward, Ian Blaylock, and J.C. Doris. Production manager, Marley Snow. Technical crew and Foley work provided by David Kerchief, Anna Lagrange, Connor McCollum, Eddie Clank, Andrew Meyer, and Elizabeth Davis. Additional art provided by Nina Spellman. Sound engineer, Eric Smith at Speak and Tell Studios. Edited by Christopher P. Tyner. Produced by John Skinner. Business manager, Jane Bernhardt. Production assistant, Nina Lindauer. Commercials recorded and edited by the students at WPSR at the Southern Indiana Career and Technical Institute under the direction of Joe Beth Boots. The director would like to thank Kelly Tyner, J. Andrew Beatles, Andrea Drury, Robert Hunt, John Skinner, Jane Bernhardt, Tracy Duckworth, and Nina Lindauer. The Loft is a North High School Speak and Tell Studios production.